0: for your week daily look at the NBA and your Charlotte Hornets. It's time for the hive o'clock alarm. Oh, that
1: sounds
0: amazing! Good Monday morning, Hornets fans. Uh, let's get this week started off the right way with a little Hornets talk. I'm Doug Branson, joined by my friend and co-host David Walker. David, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm good, buddy. How are you?
0: Good. Now, you know, some people need the hive o'clock alarm to get their week started off the right way. I think anyone who watched college basketball last night is probably already juiced and ready to go. Uh, there were a few holy moly, a few good finishes. What, what was the last game
1: that you had your eyelids up before?
0: Well, see, here's the thing. I'm glad that I'm taking kind of an NCAA sabbatical this year because I'm a little under the weather. So I'll be honest, I didn't get to see – I'm catching up on the highlights. I didn't get to see anything. But I did see Frank Kaminsky's uh, great celebration on Twitter. I retweeted it on Hive Talk Live, so go visit us on Twitter at Hive Talk Live. But, Frank, pretty excited about Bronson's uh, three-point shot falling out of bounds to give uh, Wisconsin the win over Xavier or Xavier. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah,
1: Xavier and Bill Murray. So, uh, that was, that was interesting. The, I had turned away from the Texas A&M Northern Iowa game and then got uh, an alert on my trusty smartphone that had actually gone into overtime, uh, which seemed pretty much impossible from what I was watching. And then that went into double overtime. So, uh, pretty crazy I mean it's just uh, it's been pretty fun to watch so far I'll fill you in you don't need to watch though.
0: So. perfect yeah it seems like you know college basketball it was it was made you know this was sort of a weak year for college basketball so a lot of people expected upsets and you had those in the early rounds but it looks like most of the tops you know upper echelon teams have made it through to the sweet 16 except maybe out in the Midwest where Virginia is there seems to be a lot of upsets
1: yeah, it's funny. Uh, you're right. You expect to see some of the smaller names in there, but at the end of the day, it's 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 most of the bigger names. The Duke, Carolina, Kansas, uh, Indiana. But, you know, we, we talked a little bit about college basketball versus NBA, and we don't want to get into that all heated argument. But, I mean, I think every, everybody can agree the tournament is fun, and it is its own thing. And if you can sit back and enjoy it without, you know, getting too – high and mighty on either side. It's probably the best way to do it, so it's a fun time.
0: So who do the Hornets have left in the tournament? Uh, Let's see. You've got Tyler and Marvin with UNC still in it, Cody Zeller. Frank. Yeah, and Frank. I think that's it. VCU gave gave Oklahoma a run for their money, and Troy Daniels is a a VCU alum. So I think that's it because Kentucky was eliminated. UConn was eliminated. UConn was out. Yeah, I think that's it. So there you go. You got four four Hornets with with um, skin in the game still in the NCAA tournament. That's right. All right, let's talk about the Hornets. They have the Spurs, the San Antonio Spurs, visiting tonight. Time Warner Cable Arena, mm. seven o'clock tip. The game actually got moved to NBA TV, so the Hornets getting Hello. a little unexpected national coverage on a night where they won't be competing with. NCAA basketball, so they will have the basketball stage to themselves, and it comes against one of the best teams in the NBA. I mean, I don't know if there's much to talk about, David, because I went and I looked. (laughs) I was looking for clues. I was like CSI basketball. I was looking on Mm -hmm. the the splits for the Spurs and looking at their wins and losses, and there's not a ton of difference. I mean, they miss a few shots here and there, but there's no – There's no thing that stands out that says, okay, if you limit what San Antonio does here, you have a good chance of beating them. And and that really goes to their roster. They have so many weapons and so many two-way guys that they can beat you in a variety of ways. And if you take away one thing, they can hit you with another thing. They can shoot the three. They can shoot the mid-range. They can penetrate. They can get in the paint. They can score inside. So it's, it's tough. And then on defense, you know, they've got the best defender in the NBA and Kawhi Leonard.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Doug, we mentioned it a little bit on uh, um, on our appearance yesterday on Fox 46, 10, and for that every Sunday morning. But, you know, there's a few teams in the NBA, and actually Clifford mentioned this after the game, that can just roll out there every day and not go through the motions, but just fall back on what they do and basically have a good chance of winning. And it's the Spurs, the Warriors, <laughs> maybe the Cavs, but the Hornets aren't one of those teams. But you mentioned, um, so they're going to have to play their best. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. The Hornets are going to have to play really well and hope that the Spurs have an off night, which is not out of the question. I mean, this is the NBA. The Hornets are playing at home. The Hornets are are a good team, um, but they're going to need a lot of things to go their their way. You mentioned the Spurs and just how 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 frighteningly efficient and good they are. I mean, let me just run down these stats for you real quick. Doug. points game, this is this is in the NBA. Points per game, seventh overall, hundred five. Field goal percentage, first in the NBA, forty-eight point eight percent. Rebounds per game, ninth in the NBA. Yum. turnover Turnovers, per game, twenty-seventh in the NBA. Now that's a reversed. Right. Uh, the Hornets are actually you know thirtieth, but the, the, the Spurs only turned over thirteen times a game. Three point percentage, thirty-eight point three percent, second in the NBA. Free throws, eighty percent, second in the NBA. <laughs> Fouls per game. Only 17 a game, third in the NBA in assists, 12th in steals, fifth in blocks. I mean, you know, this just is cross the end of the, the season board. here. It's just insane. And, and and on top of that, they've got the best coach maybe in all of sports. So it's, it's a big challenge for the Hornets. Maybe one they'll be up for, you know. I mean, they've got to have a sour taste in their mouth after that performance against Denver. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, they stuck with the Spurs a little bit. In that game in San Antonio way, 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 way back in gosh, must have been November or December, right?
0: Yeah, I mean they <clears throat> yeah, they did a good job in the first half and then Mono Ginobili picked it up and they and the Spurs finally have Mono Ginobili back from an injury that, that must not be talked about. It was so horrible. <laughs> we don't ugh. uh so I'm looking at a couple of things. Obviously, there's been no word about, you know, we we know Pop is famous for keeping starters at home on a road trip, so you don't know if that's going to be a factor yet. Uh, So we'll definitely be looking at that. I mean, this could definitely be a trap game for San Antonio, and I think that's how a lot of their fans are looking at it. And so you wonder if after that, emotional win against Golden State. They put everything they had into beating Golden State, smothering Steph Curry on defense. You wonder if there's going to be a little bit of a letdown, just like there was a letdown between the Hornets' victory against Miami and a disappointing defeat against the Nuggets. So the Hornets have that working into their favor as well. Uh, And I'll also be watching Danny Green. Will uh, Coach Popovich do the same thing? that they did against golden state and Steph and put Danny green on Steph. Will they do that to Kemba? Will they take Kemba as seriously as they did Steph Curry? And, and if they don't, if they ignore Kimba, I think they do that at their own peril because I think Kemba one-on-one with Tony Parker can do a little damage. So those are just a couple of things I'll be yeah. watching for in this game. Yeah.
1: yeah I think that's definitely a I, I don't think, I mean, obviously Kimba and Steph, um, are not the same player, but, uh, I think the thing that about him sitting those guys, and we talked about this a little bit, the, War, uh, the Spurs are only three games back from the Warriors right now. And they play them two more times. So if they want to keep pace with that, and I do think home court is going to be important between those two teams once they get into the playoffs. So I'm like you. Yeah, I mean, you never know when they're going to arrest somebody. But this thing looks like it, it could go down to the wire with that win the other night. Uh, like I said, they're only three games back from the Warriors, which sounds insane and you know the Warriors don't lose that often um so uh, it feels like they're going to try and battle that out and at the same time i think the hornets are what three games from eighth is that right
0: yeah exactly i mean they're they're not so, far from eighth and not far from third and boston won last night so now the hornets sit alone in the in the sixth spot you know they're not far behind boston miami atlanta but all three of those teams Are Well, I mean, Miami, Atlanta are on track, Boston attempting to get back on track, so the Hornets really Mm -hmm. can't afford to concede any game. It doesn't matter if it's against the Spurs, the Warriors, the Thunder, the Cavs. I mean, they have to come with their absolute A game, and they certainly, you know, with that loss against Denver, you don't leave yourself with any margin of error. I mean we looked at the Spurs yeah, game as hurts. yeah I mean this the, we looked at the Spurs game as one that was like well you know they've been on a streak they've been playing well that's one you can pinpoint as like you know we'll put an L on the schedule and move on but now with that loss to the Nuggets and both Miami and Atlanta catching fire the Hornets really can't afford I mean the, you know certainly whether they can afford to lose or not is beside the point I mean the Spurs play so right. well that it may be you know a foregone conclusion but I think that you know, you have no excuse at this point. You have no excuse to to let down because of what happened against the Nuggets, where you had, you know, several players not not playing up to the the level of energy and intensity that we've seen from from them this past season.
1: Yeah, one one last thing on this, Doug, and I want to ask you this question. You know, this is the first night of a back to back for the Hornets. They'll travel to Brooklyn tomorrow night. With that in mind, and I, you know, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves and just say it's a foregone conclusion. But I can definitely see if it's, you know, the fourth quarter and things aren't looking that great. I mean, do you think Clifford uh, conserve some energy here because, like you said, uh, and rest some guys, you know, towards the end of the game because they they don't have much room for error. They are they are actually three and a half games, I think, up on Chicago as far as that A C goes, but. I guess we'll just see how it plays out. But, I mean, that's the type of thinking that is going to start creeping in at this point because they can't afford to give up too much ground. So I don't know if that's going to play into it. I think they're obviously going to try and win the game. But, uh, but you know, if he gets out of hand, uh, there wouldn't be anything wrong with sitting some guys. But I expect a good effort. I mean, what do, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I think there's an argument to be made for doing that if the game is completely out of hand. I think there's also, though, an argument that, you know, you're getting your team ready for the playoffs. And so you want to make, even in a, in that kind of situation, you want to maintain some consistency and you want to have players conditioned to play in an atmosphere where where you're playing every other night against intense level competition. And this is a good, you know, this is a good indicator of where this team is, is how they play against the San Antonio Spurs, one Mm -hmm. of the best teams Mm -hmm. on offense and defense in the NBA. So it'll be an interesting game. Um, I I want to g- pick your brain about a couple of things going on in the NBA. One of them being a player that was rumored to be of interest to the Hornets around the deadline. That is one Dwight Howard getting caught putting a uh, stickum on his hands. The old the, the old little Giants trick, stick em on his hands. <laughs> it got on the ball, and uh, who noticed it for Atlanta? Paul Millsap was taking a free throw. He was a
1: free throw, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, "What the hell is going on with this ball?" And the the uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The refs checked it out, and then Bickerstaff, uh, the coach of the Houston Rockets, like hides the can of Stickum. <laughs> like, what? What's going on here, David? There's a shenanigans.
1: What's down there. Shenanigans. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. Well, and that, Mal, that's Millsap's reaction was classic.
0: Well, the thing is, so I'm looking at these writers reacting to it, and these national writers, and they have no idea how to react to it. There are no like stinging commentaries coming out about it yet. Uh, because I just think that it's so, it's just such not an NBA thing. This, this smells like baseball, like a little, little substance on the hats, little pine tar in the bats, you know, this, this these are baseball shenanigans and no one even really knows how to talk about this. And people were speculating, you know, six figure fine, possible suspension for Dwight. We haven't heard any news. Uh, you know, the NBA is definitely going to keep this one close to the chest but no one there's yeah. not really much precedent i'm sure if we had the uh over the back nba podcast uh, that does nba uh, history on they could give us you know line by line some precedent but nothing comes to mind in the recent history of any kind of it's mostly been like fights and and you know drugs occasionally here and there but nothing like yeah. that this is so strange
1: yeah it's I mean in basketball there's not much you can do to to the equipment, right? I mean it's really just the ball and the hoop. But the, the one thing that kinda of jumped in mind, I remember when J.R. Smith was going
0: around untieing people's shoes? Yeah. That but this seems weird. worse, right? This is, <laughs> this is this is worse. Yeah. So the reason I yeah, guess the, the, I I'm only speculating here. And, and Dwight says he does it every game. He's been doing it his whole career. He admitted it. <laughs> Listen, don't get do not get Dwight <laughs> Howard in an interrogation room. Uh, just don't do it because he will he will sing like a canary. Um, but they should they
1: should have Kobe interrogate
0: him. <laughs> Jesus, um, be the first interrogation by strangling. Um, so uh, the
1: yeah, it is weird. I think the reason right. you would but, want to do I, it, I, I guess, think...
0: is rebounding. Right? You would want to have the stick them on your hands to to better grip the ball on a rebound. That seems like Can the only reason. the
1: free throws. I mean, can this explain the free throw issues? I don't know. It's I mean, like, look, be I, I, look right.
0: I've been working on my form. I've got a perfect form. I don't know why I'm still struggling.
1: <laughs> it just doesn't come off the fingertips at all, period. Um, the league, yeah, I don't think they're going to take this lightly because, you can't. like you said, you, can't. You, get down, you get down to the integrity of the game and, and competition, and that's basically the, the number one thing that they don't want to. They don't want to be questioned, uh, especially after, you know, some of the referee stuff they had in, in, in past and past years. And Tom so. Brady
0: and the deflated, deflate gate. I yeah. mean, you can't, you yeah. got to get ahead of this. You can't be behind on this. Otherwise you risk. I just, I just love Dwight. Oh, silly goofy Dwight admitting to using stickum when it's clearly illegal.
1: <laughs> but, but, but yeah, well, how is it there? If you know, Vickership has to then go and hide it, and it's not supposed to be there. It's obviously been there before, right?
0: I, can't I mean, mean so. you know, I guess the refs, you know, they go through their pregame routine, and it doesn't it doesn't include, you know, inspecting the substances on the scorer's table. Maybe it should.
1: I, can, I think it will in the future.
0: <laughs> Interesting stuff. All right, hey, check us out on Tuesday. We've got uh, Taylor Zarzar from – is it Zarzar or Zarzor?
1: Zarzar. Zarzar. Zarzer, 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 right? Yeah, from SiriusXM satellite radio.
0: Yeah, he's going to be on talking about. We'll, we'll talk some college basketball for sure because he's an expert. He's and he's not he's not sick like me, so he's he's not missing these <clears> night <throat> games. He's watching them all, and uh, he can help us out with uh, college basketball recaps. Talk. We'll, we'll pick his brain because we know what the Hornets need. We know what they need, mm-hmm. and so I want to know like of the things that the Hornets need more shooting you know, more rim protection. Are there players that are performing in the tournament this uh, season that match those needs? And so we'll sort of look ahead to draft night in June without getting too in-depth about it. But it should be a good show. So we'll do that. We'll We'll have some other talk about that. We'll obviously recap the Spurs game. So it'll be a good show, David.
1: Yep, I'm looking forward to it. Taylor knows his stuff, and we need a little guidance when it comes to the, the college game and some of these guys coming up. And he's been paying attention, so it'll be a good conversation, I think.
0: All right, until then, Hornets fans, enjoy the game tonight. We'll be on Twitter at Hive Talk live, live tweeting the game. All hail the deal in purpose.